Good evening, I'm Rafferty Cleary. Expect clear skies tonight, a low of 45. Your forecast coming up in minutes. Warren County authorities have arrested a man for a murder that occurred 10 years ago. Officers charging 51-year-old Marty Lynn Judd with criminal homicide and possession of a prohibited weapon this morning. Authorities said Judd shot and killed Rebecca Mooneyham on August 28, 2009 at her home on Lawson Mill Road. The case went unsolved until investigators with the district attorney's office obtained new information regarding the homicide. A press release said authorities seized case evidence during a recent search of Judd's home. Judd remains behind bars at the Warren County Jail under $2 million bond. State agriculture officials have announced the detection of the invasive Asian longhorn tick in Putnam County. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports no evidence that the tick has transmitted pathogens to humans. Officials do have concerns that the tick may transmit the agent thylariosis in cattle, which can cause blood loss and lead to death. A press release reminds livestock producers to be vigilant when purchasing animals. Owners should apply a tick treatment to cattle and always use best practices for herd health. Officials have detected the Asian longhorn tick in eight counties since May. No other Upper Cumberland counties affected at this time. Gainsborough's downtown district will soon see some improvements. The State Department of Economic and Community Development has awarded the city a $100,000 commercial facade improvement grant. Downtown business owners can use the funding for new awnings, signs, painting, brick repair, and other upgrades. Property owners must provide a 25% match for the funds. This is the seventh annual round of commercial facade improvement grants. The program has committed more than $3 million in improvements through 50 grants across the state. Sparta aldermen have designated a section of Roosevelt Drive as a school safety zone. Mayor Jeff Young said the move addresses a safety concern for the White County school system. For the last several years, they've had a, an SRO officer from the Sheriff's Department out there guiding traffic. As you have uh, east and westbound lanes on Roosevelt turning into Robert Knight Drive, which is where the parking lot and the drop-off zone is at the backside of the high school. Now they have a uh, one of the school teachers out there doing that traffic directing. They just felt like it would be a much safer situation if you actually had some lighted signs and, and speed signs. Alderman voted Thursday to purchase a solar-powered caution light for the section of roadway. Young said the White County Board of Education will purchase a second light. The city of Cookville will spend $268,000 for eight new patrol vehicles. Police Chief Randy Evans said the city will purchase the vehicles through a statewide contract awarded to a dealership in Murfreesboro. We initially uh, solicited bids for patrol cars back in July, and we only received one bid, and that was from Cumberland Chrysler. Uh, and that vehicle did not meet specifications. So essentially what we did was kind of waited uh, on the statewide contract. The statewide contract uh, was awarded uh, the first of October and what we're going to recommend is uh, the 2024 Explorer. Cookville City Council unanimously approved the purchasing bid during Thursday night's meeting. The United States Census Bureau wants to make sure everyone takes part in the upcoming 2020 census. Sherry Jackson is a representative for the U.S. Census Bureau. She said a national campaign begins January 1st to get more people aware of the upcoming population counts. Because mid-March, every household within the U.S. will receive an invitation to respond to the census at their home address. 
Now, this is the very first time you can respond online or by phone. And if you don't respond online or by phone, then you'll get a paper questionnaire about a month, about mid-April. If you don't respond by paper, then you get a knock at the door. Jackson visited with Cookville City leaders during Monday's City Council work session. She also addressed the census with regional leaders during the UCHRA Executive Committee meeting on Wednesday. She stressed the importance of counting as many people as possible. She said the federal government uses the information to distribute $675 billion to communities nationwide. There's nothing more important that we have to do this next, in 2020, than to get this census count right. This will mean more to our communities in terms of federal funds that you guys are all talking about today and all the grants and everything than anything you can do. Jackson said a George Washington University study found that missing one person in the census amounts to $1,091 in lost revenue per person per year in Tennessee. Cookville City Manager James Mills said he's looking forward to seeing the results of the 2020 census. Depending on those results, Mills says Cookville could be designated a metropolitan area in the state of Tennessee. Which brings in a whole other source of revenue and a lot more responsibility for us. So we want to make sure we can do whatever we can. Plus, you know, I think the last numbers I got from MTAS for state shared taxes, which are per capita, is over $130 a person. So it makes a big difference to make sure we get everybody counted to bring in uh, the revenue that we need to provide the services. So, Census Bureau data indicates that Cookville saw a population growth of 1,636 people in 2018, down slightly from 1,660 the year before. 2018's growth puts Cookville at ninth overall among the nation's top 10 growing micropolitan areas. The 2010 census counted 30,435 people in the city of Cookville.